the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. In the challenging times we live in today, we believe that God's Holy Word is the single most important source to all the answers we need and are searching for. Jesus tells us in Matthew 7:24 that anyone who hears his words and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on solid rock. It is our hope with this program to help you grow in your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Lift Up Jesus is part of an outreach ministry from Shepherd Church in Los Angeles, California. Our pastor is Dudley Rutherford, and we join him right now with his message for us today. Today is a perfect conclusion to this series on invincible joy for a couple of reasons. One, the divisions that are in our country have crept into our homes and into our families. There is more division and more dysfunction and more strife than ever before in families. The saying is still true that as goes the home, so goes the nation. And whenever there is love and unity and peace in a home, that's when we as believers can begin to affect and change our neighborhoods and our cities and our country. Everything in this country that is wrong can be solved if we can change the homes in America. The other reason why this is a good topic is that God's intention, his intention was that the home life, your home life, if it's good, would be a, a little slice of heaven, what heaven's going to be like. That's, that was his intention. And we all know that there's nothing better than a good home life. And we also know there's nothing worse when things are bad at home. So I want you to take your Bibles. I want you to grab your sermon outlines. You're going to need those. I've got six points. You're going to go through this. And even if you're not married and you're just... Uh, Maybe you can apply all of these to a relationship you have with a friend, with your parents, with your children, somebody at work. These principles apply. So we all can learn here today. Amen? My first point of six is this. Write this down. God always knows what's best for you and for me. He always knows what's best. And I wish that we really believed that. Many years ago, I learned that most directions and instructions on products that we buy are usually written on a third grade level. Have you ever noticed that? The warning labels? This is on an iron. This is actually on the warning label for an iron. It says, warning, never iron or steam clothes while they're being worn. (laughs) Now you think, 
we wouldn't need that instruction, but we need those instructions. How many of you like to ski or you, you've gone snowboarding? Here you find strange signs up on the ski lifts. This sign says, going beyond this point may result in death and or loss of skiing privileges. Just think about that. You go past that sign, you're going to die, and you might lose your skiing privileges if you die. Here's a warning label. This is true on a chainsaw. It says, do not hold the wrong end of a chainsaw. How many of you think that's kind of obvious? Like, like why do we need an instruction that said, well, because we need those types of instructions. And you know what auto shades are? Y'all, y'all know what an auto shade is? That thing you put in your, your windshield so that when everyone else's car's interior is 99 degrees, yours is only 97. You know, you know what an auto shade is? Well, have you ever looked at the auto shades? They come with instructions. And there are four rules. One is unfold the auto shade inside the car. Two, push the cutout portion up underneath the mirror. Three, pull your, uh, uh, the, the advisors down, down, the visors down, and hold the auto shade in place. But you know what the fourth instruction is on the auto shade? Here's what it says. Warning, do not drive car with auto shades in place. I want you to know that God has given us some instructions on love and marriage. And these instructions might seem simple to some of you. Some of them, they they might seem obvious. Some of you, though, they might seem difficult. And for some of you, they might seem strange. But rest assured that whatever those instructions are, that God knows what's best for you and for me. It all begins in Genesis chapter 2. The Bible says these words, very beginning of the Bible, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and they will become, everybody say the word become, they will become one flesh. That's God's plan. That's God's design. God was the one that thought up marriage. He dreamed it. He designed it. He created the home, the family. Husbands and wives, children, grandchildren. And God's plan from the beginning that the two would become one. That's his plan, his will, his purpose. Now, two people becoming one does not happen at the honeymoon. That's what we think. Two people becoming one is a lifelong process. And that process has some good days, and that process has some challenging days. But in that process, there is joy to be found if you do not give up, and if you do not quit during those challenging times. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes, this is in your Bible, Ecclesiastes 9.9, it says, enjoy life with your wife whom you love all the days of your life. God's plan is that in that home that there should be a joy, you should enjoy that life all the days of your life. And therein lies the challenge, how to love, how to enjoy life with your spouse, 
how to make it last all the days of your life. Well, God is the designer of marriage. This book is his instruction manual. So my second point of the six, write this down. We all need to get to a point where we start following God's word. We got to start following God's word. And there's always people who say, and there's someone here who says, I don't live my life according to this book. I'm going to do what I want to do. That's how most of the world lives. They ignore this book. They don't follow this book. Most people just live the way they want to live. And anytime anybody makes a decision, I'm not going to follow God's word. I'm just going to live my life the way I want to live. You make that decision to your detriment. This book, this book is opposite of everything that Hollywood tries to teach us. This book is contrary to everything in this world, worldly ways. It's contrary to the world. This book is a lot smarter than you. Just so you know. I don't need that. I don't need that. Oh, yes, you do. This book is... And reading this book and following this book is far more valuable than anything you would ever learn on the, from the, watching the Dr. Phil show. I hope he's not here today. Now, Dr. Phil is a good guy, okay? And uh, he's got good hair. But this book is more... Uh, full of more wisdom than anything that would come out of Dr. Phil's mouth. And there, here's the reason why. is because the author of this book is your creator. He's the one that created both male and female. And so, so not only did God create you, but the creator of life, the creator of humankind, God said, you know what, I'm going to put a little instruction manual together for those people This book combats everything in your life right now that is demoralizing you, that is discouraging you, and leading you to a state of depression. I want to say that to you again. This book combats everything in your life right now that is trying to demoralize you. And this is why I say to you over and over again here at this church, you've got to stop watching network television. You've got to stop watching uh, everything on social media and start reading the book that can bring you true joy. This is the book. Now, we, got, we have so many scriptures, we can't look at all of them, but uh, one is in Ephesians 5. The, the, these are instructions that you, you need to follow. Most of us know and have heard of Ephesians 5, verse 22, wives submit to your husbands. We don't read the verse before, which is verse 21, that says in a home, you are to submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And to make that as easy in terms that you can understand, 
Stop worrying about your wants and your needs and start being concerned about your spouse's wants and your spouse's need. And everything would change in your household. Verse 25 says, husbands, love your wife just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And and there's a principle there that in, in, in order for anybody to have a good marriage or a good home life, and, and even if you're a single a parent living with some kids or living with your parents, you're not going to have any peace there, harmony there, until you start to study what Christ did for the church. And Christ left everything, humbled himself, and died on a cross willingly. He gave up his life just to serve the church, to give his life and to provide for us the church. And it's only when you start to understand the relationship between Christ and the church can you ever start to figure out the relationship between one another inside that household. So, so uh, just so you know, God knows best. And uh, so follow his instructions because he's the creator of this world. Amen. Now, you have a box there in your outline. Fill this word in. Write in the word relationships. This book is full of instructions on relationships. It's really, it it really will bless you to study it. It has a lot to do with relationships between all of us who are believers, how you and I as believers are supposed to interact. It has information there on relationships between us and our government. Those would be some good verses for you to read. There are verses in here and passages about uh, our relationships with non-believers, people who do not go to church, people who are not saved. But there's a lot of information in here that God gives about dealing with uh, the household and how we relate to one another with those who live inside that house. And the, 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 the word of wisdom is to follow those instructions. All you have to do is go all the way back to the very first couple, Adam and Eve, who were placed in the Garden of Eden, it was perfect. I mean, everything was perfect. And, uh, and, and God said, you can do whatever you want, but there's this one little tree. Stay away from that one tree. And at that moment, Adam and Eve had a, had a decision to make. Are they going to live the life that they want to live? Or are they going to follow God's instructions? And they chose willingly to disobey God's word. And the result of disobeying God at that moment brought shame, it brought uh, loneliness, it brought division, it brought pain, it brought lostness. They had everything. I'm telling you, the Garden of Eden, it was perfect, it was, it was paradise. But they chose to disobey God's word. And when they made that decision is where all the chaos started in the entire world. Anytime you follow God's word, it will lead to blessing in your life and in your home. So remember that. Uh, Number three, write this down. Start with the love chapter. The love chapter. 1 Corinthians 13. And, and, And the love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, it's a chapter in the Bible that's called, it's called the love chapter. And who better than God, God is love, Who better than God could describe for us what true love is like? 
Now, anytime you read any verse in the entire book of Corinthians, either 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians, there's two books there, two letters, and they're, they're pretty, pretty long letters in the Bible. Anytime you read anything in Corinthians, you have to understand the, the context of what was going on at that time. And this is especially true for the love chapter. And if you know anything about the church at Corinth, when Paul wrote these letters, the church, the church at that time was full of division and strife and fighting and arguing. The entire church in Corinth was full of division and strife. And it's in the context of division and people fighting and people not getting along and people arguing that he writes 1 Corinthians. And in the midst of those two letters, he leaves us this chapter on love because in dealing with any kind of relationship, again, I don't care if it's between spouses or between you and your parents or you and your kids or you and the next door neighbor, any type of relationship, we need to deal uh, with these relationships in love. And so God says, here's, here's the, here are the instructions. That's what this book, it's an instruction on relationships. And in verse four, he says, love is patient. Everybody say patient. And uh, imagine if everybody in your household was patient. How much better would things be? Follow that. And he says, love is kind. Everybody say kind. Can you imagine those three words? Love is kind. If just everybody in your household was kind? What if everybody in your neighborhood was kind? What if everybody in the United States was just kind? How much better would every relationship be if we just followed these simple instructions? Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. The next verse says, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 5, love is not rude. Love is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. Love keeps no record of wrongs well we don't have any of that going on in the country today and the next verse says love does not delight in evil but it rejoices in the truth it always protects it always trusts it always hopes it always perseveres and my counsel to you today is to read God's word and do a self inventory don't ask what is my spouse lacking You ask this question, what are you lacking? What am I lacking? That's the question you ask. This is for you to not critique your spouse. This is for you to do self-examination. Several, many, many, many years ago, not several, when I was young and I had good knees, I played basketball all the time. And... I I was playing three nights a week in leagues. And some of the people I met back in those days, they still come to church here. I have great relationships with some of those those old ballers. We used to play ball over here at Northridge Park and Mason Park and anywhere we could play. But I was in leagues, playing in leagues three times a week. And uh, a buddy of mine said, hey, there's a new league starting up on Friday night. That, That would mean I'd be playing four nights a week. And I said, I, I got, I'm going to have to ask my wife on this one. 
And uh, my, wife, my wife will vouch for this, but um, I said, honey, uh, <laughs> these guys are wanting to play. I, I, I know I'm playing on Monday night and Tuesday night and Thursday night already, but these guys want to play on Friday night. It's like a new league starting up. Do you mind? And guess what she said to me? Her words that she spoke have haunted me all the days of my life. (laughs) She didn't say yes or no. What she said were these words. She said, Dudley, I decided a long time ago that I'm not going to be your Holy Spirit. And what she was saying was this. I'm not going to nag you. I'm not going to complain about what you do or what you don't do. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit of God who's in you lead you in decisions that you make for our family. And what she was also saying there was she is, she's going to work on on the Holy Spirit working in her life, and she's just going to trust that God's Holy Spirit is going to be working in my life. And true to her word, that's, that's what she has done. And my point to you is as you go through all these scriptures, and I've given you some in your outline, or anytime you're in church, don't look at these scriptures based on what you want someone else to do. Trust that the Holy Spirit is working in their life you go through scriptures and ask God, God, through your Holy Spirit, through the Word, what do you want to change in my life? And all God's people said, amen. Number four, quickly. Let's give my wife a hand for just those words. Number four, remember your vows. Remember your vows. I am in disbelief at how quickly a couple, at their wedding, they make vows. And within three weeks, they act like they've got amnesia (laughs) to the vows that they made before God. Mike Mason wrote a book called The Mystery of Marriage, and he makes the point that explains that all of us naturally are unfaithful people. That we are all people, and I don't think there's any exceptions, that we're all people who break promises of some kind sooner or later. And vows that we make in marriage need to be taken seriously. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every week. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888 818-4777. 
You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. If you're like me, you've discovered there are some books in the Bible that are not always easy to navigate through. Like for instance, the book of Proverbs. Proverbs contains 31 chapters and can be very daunting to go through if you are looking for a specific topic. That's why Pastor Dudley has created the perfect resource to help you with the book of Proverbs. It's called Proverbs in a Haystack, and it is our special offer for everyone listening today. Proverbs in a Haystack removes the challenge of searching through the book of Proverbs. It has over 2,000 topics that easily cross-reference to the exact chapter and verse you are looking for. This invaluable resource can be yours right now for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus radio ministry. You can receive your copy of Proverbs in a Haystack by calling us at 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. You can also order this book directly from our website, liftupjesus.com. That address again is liftupjesus.com. We know you will be blessed by this unique resource created exclusively by Pastor Dudley. So be sure to call right now and ask for your copy of Proverbs in a Haystack today. I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us again next week at this same time as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.